back with another episode of the Real Table Podcast. Your boy Michael Carter. And it is 9.36. I'm usually still in bed um, at this point in time. But today, um, little special quote unquote. I had to get up a little early. Because today was Oscar Nobs uh, day. Oscar nominations released um, each category from costuming to screenplay, actor, director, actress. Um, and there's a whole, I think like 30 minutes. It was like 30 minutes. It, was, it didn't even feel long. It was, I think that's the best part about stuff like that. It's like they got to the point. Like I wasn't up and it didn't start. And we were just sitting there for like, five ten minutes before they actually start reading the nominations like they didn't they didn't waste time they just went into it and, and got going unlike i feel like sports shows struggle with that they want to sit and talk and analyze for like hours to build anticipation when in reality just go and do it you know you just just go and make the nomination or I mean make uh or, or let people know who got in or, or whatever you know stop building anticipation um the anticipation is you know, for the Oscars is the voting period. It's like, okay, you're predicting this. And then it's the night before and you're like, people are like, are there any last minute nominations that people have and stuff like that? So that's where the anticipation comes from. Um, but yeah, nominations came out today and to no surprise, Oppenheimer, uh, leads the way. Oppenheimer leads the way with 13 nominations. Um, Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, landing uh, a nomination in Best Supporting Actress with Emily Blunt. Um, pretty sure they made Sound. I think they made Screenplay too. I don't have my results in front of me. Um, but Oppenheimer with 13 noms is, you know, I think it was expected. And I, th- and I think what this tells us, like Oppenheimer has kind of led the way. Um, I've led the way this award season and has been, you know, paving the way uh, for all these rack up, for all these awards and all these wins. And now we get to what people would say the most prestigious of them all, the Academy Awards, a.k.a. Um, the Oscars. Now it's like, okay, we're like, like this is it. This is the real thing. And as we see this, it's like, oh, okay. This all makes a lot of sense. And I think uh, Oppenheimer might clean house this awards. I mean, this this Oscar. I think Oppenheimer's going to clean house. I don't think, like, not even Barbie. Barbie came in with eight, y'all. And I said this in, I think I said it in a previous episode, but Barbie has struggled. Barbie has struggled. I mean, it's made nominations. It hasn't struggled to get nominations. It's struggled to win, right? Oppenheimer is winning when it matters. Um, so Oppenheimer coming in at 11 is, I think it's just huge. And it just tells us it's, it's Oppenheimer. I think I've, we, we I mean, in the, in the past, there have been unexpected things that people didn't predict to happen that have been unexpected things. Um, I just find it really hard to believe that Oppenheimer is not going to win Best Director and Best Picture at this point. 
Um, I know there's been talks about Paul Giamatti for the holdovers, which I recommend on Peacock. It's accessible. That's an accessible one. Go watch it. Go check it out. It's pretty good. Um, they talk about Paul Giamatti coming in and, and to win um, Best Actor. Uh, and I don't think that's the case anymore. I I, I just highly doubt um, that that will happen. So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see like how it all unfolds. But I, I really think Oppenheimer is the winner of it was the winner of 2023 for me in terms of like everything it achieved at the box office, even though it's not my favorite film of the year across the spider versus my favorite film of last year. But when you look at Oppenheimer and being rated our movie, uh, being this historical biographical esque type movie, but it has a stack cast and it's led by well-known director along with the hype that Barbie helped boost with it, you know, everything that it achieved um, last year, it just feels right that Oppenheimer kind of leads the way. And I know some people don't like that type of stuff. Um, some people are not a fan of that, but I don't know. I think maybe there's a bias for me because I loved Oppenheimer. I loved Oppenheimer. I loved Killian Murphy. Right. Nolan is one of my favorite directors. Arguably my favorite director, period. But he's never gotten an Oscar. No, I mean, never won an Oscar. And this, I think this is his moment. And, and even right now, just looking at it, this is shaping up to be the moment for him to win. If he doesn't, I'm not saying I don't think he'll ever win because no one's a crafty director and he's very good. Um, But I think this is no one's to lose. And I think he's not going to lose. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Anyways, Barbie only picked up eight. Pretty disappointing. Um, and they missed in uh, Best Actress. So Margot Robbie does not did not get nominated for Best Actress, um, which is again it's it's weird because Barbie also got nominated for Adapted Screenplay. Um, and they also got Best Supporting Actor, Actor and Best Supporting Actress. So Ryan Gosling in American Ferrera, which by the way, American Ferrera, uh, I had America in my list. I had her in my list and I was picking her to get that nom. And then something told me something told me, it was like, no, she's not going to get it. Just play it safe. And I think that was a big surprise for most people. There are some people that definitely predicted it, but America for getting that nom is huge. And I couldn't be more, more happy for her um, because she was phenomenal. You know, she was phenomenal. I had the big monologue in Barbie. She's phenomenal. But couldn't be more happy for America for her. Um, but yes, Barbie lands adapted screenplay, best, uh, best supporting actor and best supporting actress. They don't get best actor, or I mean, best actress, not a best actress now. Margot wasn't good. And this is one of the, this is one of the tensions that comes with award season. Um, some people can tell you this is where the, a lot of their frustration comes from when it comes to 
um, the Oscars and the Academy and just award season in general. A lot of award season is campaigning and money and all this other stuff. And sometimes you're like, you, it leaves you sitting wondering like, man, is there any authenticity here? Like in, in some respects, and I mean, in some regards, there is authenticity. There is authenticity, like Killian Murphy getting the nomination. Like, come on. Don't kid, don't kid yourself. You might think somebody else had a better um, performance to win, but for him to not get a nomination, that would be a travesty. That would be stupid, right? Robert Downey Jr. getting the Best Supporting Actor uh, nomination, which I think he's going to win, that would be stupid for him not to get it, in my opinion, because I'm like, Come on, like you can't sit there and watch Oppenheimer and not think that Robert Downey didn't have probably his best performance of his career and Killian have his best performance of his career, right? So that's the that's the tension, you know, it's a lot of campaigning and stuff. And then there's this, you know, there's a space where you're wondering if these people actually had the best performances. And for Margot's case, I thought Margot was one of the best with how wacky and how different that Barbie was. I think first off, eight nominations for Barbie is so super cool, including Best Picture. That's awesome. Um, that's that's awesome, and I'm happy because that's a big blockbuster. And I want to. This is my thing, and I know some people would disagree. And oh, we don't want all these Marvel movies or anything like like. like no, 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 no. I want to see more good big blockbuster movies. That, that are like Oppenheimer and Barbie. What do I mean by that? I want good product with good writing, with good directing, right? That can be well represented in award season, right? And that's not always going to happen. Like you're never going to always get that. But I will, I want to see more. And I think this helps, this helps the landscape or this helps the uh, award season. This helps people to watch, want to watch the Oscars, wants to watch the Globes a little bit because you see some of these things and some of these movies that you've watched and you're like, oh, that's so cool. I watched that movie and it was really good, right? It was one of the more, those two are the more accessible, probably the most accessible movies uh, in the award season, in the award show, right? They were one of the more accessible and even successful of of most of the movies that have been awarded or got, gotten nominations. Um so I I love the idea of seeing big blockbusters like that find success. I love that. Um and it doesn't always have to be like that. It won't always be like that, but I feel like in the in the recent years everything all at once, like even Top Gun finding its way getting a nom. Um my brain can't work that hard to go back into the future. I mean go back into the past. But Barbie and Oppenheimer getting a nom. Huge. I'm getting noms. Um, huge. Um, but I want I would love to see more blockbusters kind of get those noms a little bit, but that would be so cool. Um, but yeah, Margot Robbie missing is it's kind of unfortunate. It sucks. Uh Greta Gorriga also missed in director, which is pretty unfortunate too. I know Greta Greta is pretty beloved. Um in Hollywood, people love Lady Bird. People love Little Women. Um, so it kind of sucks that she didn't get those noms. Again, it's weird. She and that's to do. A, that's the hard part because, like, for picture, you have like one, two, um, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 
you have 10 noms in picture. You have 10 noms and then everywhere else is different. It's it's lesser. It's not it's not 10. You're not getting 10 um, slots and best actor. Right. So that's what kind of makes it harder. Best actors. It's like you have to pick who you, you vote on the five best. Right. Uh, who gets the nomination to who makes it to that final round, you would say. Um, and it sucks that Margot didn't, I, even though, again, I think Margot had one of the best performances. But then again, I can't, there's only so much opinion that I can have on specific, uh, like I can't have too much of an opinion if I haven't seen a role. I feel like I can only, I'm on the outside looking in for some of them and saying, is this good? Asking the question, is this good? Is this good? Um, and, and also what is interesting, it's funny, like, you get some of these people who have great performances, but l- let me ask a real question. In 10 years, will some of these performances be remembered? Will some of these performances be remembered in 10 years? It might be good right now, and that's good. And I think that's the. I think that's not the point. Is to think about ten years from now, decade now. But I think those are some of the best performances that are just going to stick with you. I think Barbie's going to stick with people. Barbie's a movie that's going to be playing for years, decades. I question if some of these products or some of these movies are going to have that same value. I question it. Either way. Barbie only picks up eight um, and misses in some of the big, it's bigger in some of the bigger categories, but does land best picture, which is, which is solid. Right. Um, the color purple, uh, the color purple is kind of, it's kind of disappointing to watch how the color purple has taken a nosedive. Um, only landing, um, a nomination for best supporting actress, which I think a lot of people had, on their car, Daniel Brooks. Phenomenal. Uh, but it's very interesting uh, to see that the color purple is kind of just like, it was just, it, it was supposed to be this movie where people, I feel like most of the people were like, I think this could be a, a contender, a big award contender. And if I'm, if my math is correct, if my math is correct, it only lands uh, one. Could be wrong. I don't think it landed costume and in limb production. And those are some of the spaces where I thought it could land nominations. Um, I didn't think Fantasia was getting Best Actress, even though I think she's phenomenal in it. Um, I didn't think they were going to nominate Taraji and Daniel Brooks. So I thought Daniel Brooks sounded like she was the the wide favorite uh, or the, the one that everybody was talking about, even though Taraji was fantastic. Um, Corey Hawkins, I didn't think he was getting supporting actor. Coleman could have got a supporting actor. That would have been cool, a double nomination of that sorts, but I didn't see that happening. Um, no director, unfortunately. Missed in cinematography. Yeah, Color Purple just kind of miss. It kind of sucks. Um, I think one of my prediction is that Warner Brothers backed Barbie so hard they kind of left the color purple in the dust, which I think the irony this is the irony is like they back Barbie, but Barbie, I don't think Barbie's winning best picture. 
I don't think so. I think Barbie, the only chance Barbie really, really has. Uh, I know. I think Barbie might walk away with less than three wins. Possibly zero. I think Barbie would will, will possibly walk away with zero wins. It is. I think it's highly possible. Maybe screenplay. Maybe. I don't think it's winning supporting actor. Ryan Gosling's not winning over Robert. I just don't see it. Maybe that's a little biased in me, but no, I like 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 seeing it and seeing how Oppenheimer has just like killed this award season. It's just very very hard to see that Ryan comes in and swoops in. America, I don't think she's gonna win best best supporting actress. Divine Joy is there for the holdovers. Fantastic, right? You got Divine Joy, then you have Daniel Brooks. Even Emily. Nah. Right? Mm -mm. I don't see it. So it's funny. Like, Warner Brothers backed Barbie so hard. Backed Barbie. And you miss Gerwig and Best uh, best Director. You miss Margot and Best Actress. Your you're shining glimmer like of hope or your, your crowning jewel of the film, you miss in that category. Right? I mean, they got, again, they got the supporting actor and actresses, which is like, okay, that's cool. But they missed, I think, in the categories where it's just like, oh, best actress, best director. Like, those two are huge, a huge linchpin, in my opinion. And they're not winning any of those. Um, So Warner Brothers backed Barbie. And now we're in a spot where it's like, I almost wonder if they should have went 50-50. Like, you back Barbie, but you also back The Color Purple. You back this monumental film, even though it didn't have the same uh, momentum uh, and effect like Black Panther, but you back it in that way. Disney backed Black Panther, and Black Panther got that Best Picture nomination. Some would argue it didn't deserve to be there. That's fine. It's whatever. But I don't know. I think Warner Brothers would have benefited somewhat from the 50-50 backing. Because costume and production, like if Color Purple makes those, I think if Color Purple lands those knobs, good chance they could win, right? Even cinematography, which is, movie is beautifully shot, right? Unfortunate, Color Purple was very disappointment. The, the, uh, one of the bigger disappointments of award season. There are plenty of other movies that, I don't know. That's the thing about award season. You find these little niche films or some of these films that, you know, not everybody has heard of. And there's some of them, you know, some of them perform well, some of them do. Um, just depends. Godzilla minus one with the visual effects nomination. If you haven't watched Godzilla minus one, and you need something to go see, go see Godzilla minus one. As I said in my episode on Godzilla minus one, which you can stream. Actually, the video is not up. The video will be up eventually. Gotta get to the vi- get, getting the video up on YouTube, but you can stream it on Apple, Apple and Spotify. The way you're listening to this, uh, Godzilla minus one. So happy for that film. It wasn't gonna. I don't think it was gonna get a Best Picture type nom. I didn't think it was gonna get anything other than 
you know, technical, a technical category like uh, visual effects. And so super duper happy for Godzilla minus one getting that visual effects. Nom. I really hope it wins. That would also be super cool if it wins as well. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't think there was anything that kind of surprised me. One of my one of my favorite films of last year. It's a really solid film. I know some people felt like it was boring and et cetera, and it's you know it moves it moves at its own place. Um, past lives. It's called Past Lives, directed by Celine Song. Uh, it's kind of a it's a romance movie, a romance and drama. Um, past Lives did not perform well. People were calling it the. People thought this was going to be one of these movies. Um, again, one of these award season movies that just performs well. It was an A24 movie. By the way, A24 is having a rough, rough year. And it's weird. It's weird. It's one of those. It's it's a year where it's like, man, you had Iron Claw, which Zach didn't get the nomination, which is super duper sad. And I figured it wasn't going to happen, but it's, it's sad. Um, you had Iron Claw and then you had Past Lives. Um, and they kind of, not kind of, call it how it is, they whiffed across the whole board. A24 whiffed this year. Um, I don't know what needs to happen, but they need to figure that out. I feel like that type of energy doesn't usually happen from A24. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't think I've ever remember A24 falling flat when they've had winners. Like in what everything everywhere all at once, that was huge. Like that was huge, and that was the year though they won Best Picture. Uncut Gems, Lady Bird, they felt Uncut Gems too. They just, I think they've just, I don't know, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. They even had Priscilla film about um Priscilla Presley they, they just had some movies where it's like you've got some good product what are you going in on and I feel like they didn't go on in on anything and if they I mean if they did go on anything if they did go in on a movie it would be past lives maybe um but Celine Celine song um one of the newer directors um in the cinema world, uh, she didn't, um, I mean, didn't have a best director nomination. Um, Greta Lee, um, who's the, I want to say she's a star, but she's, she's one of the stars, the leading stars of the movie. Didn't get a best actress. Tao Yu, um, didn't get a best actor. Nam, John Margo didn't get a best supporting actor. So it's interesting. It's so interesting just to see, like, I don't know, it was, that was a movie that people loved and people were, were pushing in A24. I don't know, they fell off this year. And this is one of those years where it's just like, man, they got to go back, go back to the drawing board and not, they, they can't let this happen again. When you have multiple movies that come out, if you have at least one winner, bro, you got to go in on it, put the money back it. Um, that's always the hard part about award season. People have to back these movies, back these products. Uh, so 
that's about it. Not much of a surprise. Oh, Across the Spider-Verse, my favorite movie of last year, was able to get a best, what, best animated movie or animated feature nom, which is fantastic, but it missed best score, best original score. Uh, Daniel Pemberton, which is, uh, it's a tragic, it's a tragedy. Daniel Pemberton was, he had one of the best scores of last year, in my opinion, uh, for Across the Spider-Verse, and he did not get in. It's very disappointing. Uh, Spider-Verse also didn't find its way into best original song. Um, disappointing. Very, very, very disappointing. Um, as always, every year you're going to have the disappointments. You're not going to be able to be pleased by all of it. All of it. So, but other than that, that's that's the Oscar noms for this year. Very, I feel like it's been a very chill. I feel like this last year was chaotic. You had an actress who nobody was looking at and who didn't get any love during award season find its way into the best actress category, which left out two uh, black women. It was interesting. Last year was interesting. It was a hot mess. And it was weird because people defended that. And it was just like, the Academy has to do better. And people need to start backing these other movies. Start backing these movies with people of color, right? Now, don't just do it just to do it. But look at the product and realize that it is also a good product and that it should be it should be backed. It should be supported. Um, so a chill, a chill awards nomination, I mean, Oscar nomination this morning for me, not chaotic, not too many surprises. I feel like everything else feels straight forward. Um, and we're going to be looking forward to the big day, the Oscars, uh, day, March. Let's see. I feel like I'd need to have this memorized, this date memorized. It needs to be in my head. Uh, March 10th, Sunday, March 10th at seven, we're going to be preparing. We'll do a little conversation about some of these movies leading up or talk more about what you can go see before the Oscars. If you're interested, and I know some of it, uh, is not accessible, which is annoying right now. Like again, a big problem that I have with some of these movies that get nominated is like some of this stuff is not accessible. And then you can't expect audiences to tune in, right? When they're watching people who they've never heard of win awards for movies they've never seen or or can't even watch at their local theater. So one of the weird things, in my opinion, that should change, I think people need to start supporting these or find a way to get these movies in these theaters so people can see it. And if people don't go see it, then that's... That's just what it is. Uh, but yeah, we will see what will happen on March 10th. I'm pumped. Um, I think, again, I think Oppenheimer is just going to lead the way. It's going to lead the charge, hoping that no one is going to get his first Oscar win for a movie he deserves. He deserves. He's deserved it for a while now, um, but he deserves it. 
that'll be it this is one of the shorter episodes of the real table podcast but i'm about it i'm about it i'll get you in i get you out for your commute on your break on your lunch break whatever that'll be it for the real table podcast today uh yeah stay tuned stay tuned for more oscar content talking more movies february is around the corner i think we're gonna start seeing some releases so stay tuned for that other than that you guys be safe and i'll see y'all soon peace thank you all again for joining me today on the real table make sure you follow and share this podcast with anybody that loves movies or somebody that wants to just know more about the movie culture thank you so much once again you can also follow me on instagram at the real table pod you can follow me on twitter at the real table once again thank y'all so much i'll see y'all soon